Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. A couple of weeks back, we heard how the city botched the municipal election from a lack of ballots to not enough staff at polling stations. Today, we're learning how the opinion polls leading up to Calgary's election were a comprehensive failure. Paul Adams, Associate Professor, Carleton School of Journalism and Communication, is a co-author of the report joining us today. Hello, Paul. Hi. Remind my listeners, because it's not just one polling company you were looking at. We had different results from different companies. So just remind my listeners how out of whack they were. Okay, so the the polls that got the most publicity were from Main Street Research, and they were uh, done exclusively for the Calgary Sun and the Calgary Herald, so they got a lot of uh, media attention, a lot of publicity from those newspapers, and there were three polls, and they all showed Bill Smith way ahead of uh, Mayor Nenshi. The, the, the smallest lead was nine points, the biggest lead was 17. It, it was, a, you know, it, it suggested there was going to be a landslide that was going to put Smith in and Nenshi out. Oddly enough, there were two um, uh, other polls, one by uh, the LRT on the Green Foundation, an advocacy group, and the other by a group of academics. Both of them were done online. And those polls got the result right. They said that Marinenci was going to come back in, but they had uh, him winning by, um, you know, in the teens, in the double digits uh, over Smith. And in the end, it was about an 8% uh, gap. So those polls at least got the the winner right, but they got the the numbers wrong and well outside of this so-called margin of error that polls claim when they are published. So what can you point to then? Is there one main thing that your report was able to say, this is what went wrong? Well, all the polls were flawed, uh, but each in different ways. Uh, the Main Street polls actually started up out with a bad sample. They were using, a, uh, it appears, a poor technique for sampling the population that was underrepresenting young people in particular. And then when they started to tweak the poll, they just changed their methodology, hoping to address their the problems of the first poll, something they didn't disclose really to the public. But they kept tweaking the, the methodology and ironically making it worse. Um, the result was that they weren't really capturing young voters, particularly young voters who are cell phone users. Uh, the uh, the LRT on the green uh, poll had a different problem, which was that it had uh, a sequence of questions that really biased the result. It basically asked a sequence of questions that was supposed to elicit support for the LRT extension and um, and then ask the question about the mayoral candidates at the end of that, so predisposing respondents. Um, the best poll of all in a technical sense was the one done by the, the uh, academics, but theirs wasn't really intended as a as a snapshot election poll and was stretched over several weeks of a campaign that the collection of the data and that's really not good practice what we want is is a poll that's conducted over two or three or four nights um and is in and out and gets us that snapshot 
We've got a provincial election around the corner here in Alberta. We've got a federal election. What do you tell people when they say, why do we even bother doing polls or paying attention to polls? How can they change things for us to win back that trust? So so the one thing is to bear in mind that, as I said at the beginning, most of the time they're actually pretty good. Albertans have had some really bad experience with the the, the provincial election before last, I guess, and then, and then this Calgary election. But you look at the Ontario election, for example, the polls were very good. Um, the, what we are arguing is a couple of things. First of all, there should be way more transparency from the pollsters when, when they're releasing polls that would allow people like you, people in the media, academics, actually to assess them in real time. No one during the campaign could have said, hey, Main Street, you're not phoning enough cell phones. Why? Because that that information was not released. The second thing was that we don't think that the media, particularly the media that has a relationship with the pollsters, in this case the Herald and the Sun, really were doing due diligence about those polls. You know, when when media organizations have a poll exclusively released to them or one they're paying for, they tend not to do the normal things that journalists normally do, which is to ask skeptical questions, you know. How come that first Main Street poll seemed to have women going all, uh, so heavily for Smith? You'd expect women uh, to go for the more progressive candidate. How come the second poll showed um, uh, such a big rush to Smith among young voters? You'd expect him to be stronger among older voters. So we didn't see the, the, the Sun and the Herald really asking the hard questions of that Main Street poll because it was their own poll. And we actually know that uh, from Main Street that the, that the Post Media that owns the newspapers had concerns about the polls, but um, they weren't expressed in public, and they allowed Main Street executives to go into their paper and say things like, the numbers are the numbers. We always keep the same methodology. These things were not true, and yet... Um, and, and the and the post media was in a position to know they weren't true, and uh, and yet nonetheless published them. So we think that uh, journalists and media organizations have to apply the same skepticism to polls as they do to you know as they do to politicians as they do to any other group to which they um, are holding accountable and which they have to use the the tools of journalism. Paul, I really appreciate you going into the details. Uh, Appreciate your time. Okay, thank you. Paul Adams, Associate Professor, Carleton School of Journalism and Communication.